Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Behind the Mic, Conversations of Hope. I'm your host, Mike Stone. It is Sunday, March 15th. Uh, This is going out a little bit early and with good reason. It's been a crazy, crazy week. Anybody in the world knows the key topic has been COVID-19 or coronavirus. And it has just absolutely changed our lives. Whether you want it to or not, it has. So we have seen, just over the last week, we have seen schools close all over the nation. Businesses asking employees to telework, work from home, stay away from the office. We have seen the stock market crash, grocery stores being raided. You name it. It's just, it reminds me a little bit of post 9-11, especially with travel. Airline travel ceased to exist in 9-11-2001 and today we're seeing empty planes and um, all kinds of things coming from the airlines and travel industry about being able to cancel your plans without restrictions or uh, you know getting refunded. So you know I just thought it would be a good time to talk about that and I know that there's a lot of fear going on uh, even if we don't really are not conscious of it. I think we've all experienced like the what ifs. I think the biggest fear is of the unknown. And let's face it, this is an unknown. We don't have, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what next week holds as far as how this is all going to play out. So I've done a little bit of listening and and reading on what people of faith are saying about this, just to kind of help ground us. And I have to say it, it has been uh, a little bit calming for me. Um, I don't think that I'm extremely fearful about what's happening. I do know that this really is something that needs to be taken seriously. Uh, There have been a lot of deaths with this. It's called a novel virus, which uh, through my research over the the past day or so, I've found that the novel virus means there's no prior immunity to this coronavirus, COVID-19, and there's also no vaccine for it, which we're all very aware of. I think just those two things that typically will slow down the spread of a virus that that we see, you know, typically through the winter months, um, you know, we 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 do everything we can to stay away from those. But there's not so much fear because we know that probably there's some immunity built in those of us that are older. And uh, and we also know that there are vaccines that we can take early on to potentially prevent those things. This is not the case. And so we do need to be cautious, but we don't need to be fearful. Just today, we've heard that the Federal Reserve has dropped the interest rate down to near zero, uh, which is pretty unprecedented. It's been a, a week of unprecedented events. And uh you know, our president has declared today a national day of prayer. We've also uh, just here in Ohio had our governor just announce uh, just a short time ago that he is uh, restricting bars and restaurants to carry out delivery and drive through only. So we're seeing all these things that are happening that we've never seen before in our lifetime. Uh, even with 9-11, it was, uh, it was different things. But this is really, it is unprecedented, and it does cause anxiety. The anxiety is real. We are going into this next week, both of us working from home. Our kids will be home from school for the next three weeks. All sports activities have been 
postponed with our kids, our teenagers. Uh, we've seen, which has probably distracted many of us from what we would normally do uh, in times like these, all sporting events, professional, college, everything has been just uh, come to a screeching halt. So we are really faced with uh, more time to consider what's going on in the news and how we're going to function from day to day. I know that people are concerned about their jobs. People are concerned about child care. Uh, people are concerned about the food and the supplies that we need through the next two to three weeks or however long this is uh, going to go on. And certainly we're all concerned about the infection of this uh, coronavirus. And all those things are legitimate. And so we don't want to downplay those at all. They are things that we are concerned about and certainly very easy to turn that concern or that anxiety into fear. So that's really what I wanted to talk about um, just briefly today. Uh, I listened to a couple of my favorites uh, discuss this whole COVID-19 issue that's going on. None of us know where this is going to end up. Uh, but there are some facts that we need to hold on to during this time that I gleaned from some of my favorites who uh, have shared on video and also in some writings. And so I want to do that right now. Uh, the first one is Rick Warren, very well known for uh, his being an author and, and pastor of Saddleback Church in California. Um, he went through several different things uh, about this whole issue of of uh, fear and and where we're at today uh we know that the economic repercussions and all of those things that you know just continue to stir the media uh regardless of what your your political background is i think we probably can all agree that the media has not helped this situation at all uh, my wife and i unfortunately had to go grocery shopping this morning um, after our online church service uh, which which we'll talk about you know it was pretty calm and then all of a sudden we heard this commotion in the next aisle and as we turned the corner we saw one group at the end of the aisle standing there kind of shaking their heads and as i looked down the aisle what had happened was it was the toilet paper paper towel aisle all the shelves were completely cleared off, as they are in pretty much every store across the nation. But there was one lone employee pulling a flatbed cart that was loaded with toilet paper and paper towels. And they were they were not even able to unbox those things before people were tearing into them. And finally, another employee came down the aisle and said, everybody out of the aisle. And it makes you scratch your head and wonder why the great concern about something that really, in the scheme of things, is so trivial. I work with adoption and orphans uh, overseas, and we've seen things that really don't hold a candle to even the situation we're in now. And again, I don't want to downplay this because we do live in a very blessed country. So when things like this happen, it is unprecedented. And it does deserve, you know, attention and, and concern. But just that one situation helped me to kind of see things from a different focus, a different perspective, and also kind of made me step back and look at the bigger picture of eternity and how things really fit into what's going on right now. So on to Rick Warren. He actually specified several different things to keep in mind. Uh, the biggest thing was always remember throughout scripture always remember 
to think facts before you make decisions. Facts and faith go together. Uh, His first point was, remember, not everything I hear is true. And, you know, it is kind of difficult. We, we joke often about how if it's on the Internet, it must be true. And unfortunately, with uh, the media hyping things up and, uh, of course, the Internet's still there and, and uh, just we have to kind of balance a little bit and say not everything I'm hearing is definitely true. Now, the intention really is to look at God's perspective on what's happening in our world to help ground us a little bit. And Rick went to the book of Proverbs when it comes to remembering not everything I hear is true. And uh, some of these really help to ground me when I hear them. The first is Proverbs fourteen fifteen, which says, the simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. Great scripture for what's going on today. And it's also a great reminder that Not everything we hear is true, and we don't have to immediately begin to fear everything that we hear. Then he moves on to Proverbs chapter 13, verse 16, which says, All who are prudent act with knowledge, but fools expose their folly. Now, again, I'm not trying to to make light of this situation. We all know that it is serious. Um, Not everybody's taking it too serious. There's lots, lots of memes uh, that are quite comical online, but we all know that this is obviously a very serious situation. You know, I, I think of situations that we've heard in the news already of of the a couple of guys that went on a 1,300-mile drive and, and bought all the hand sanitizer so they could profit from this. And unfortunately for them, the 17 or 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer are no longer available to be sold, at least through Amazon and eBay and the places that they had chosen to do so. Prudent act with knowledge, but fools expose their folly. Another is Proverbs 18 and verse 13, which says, To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. And finally, Proverbs 23, verse 23 says, Buy the truth and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. So just again, a reminder, not everything we hear is true. Try to balance things out. And, you know, sometimes it's it's hard to do that when you've got so much information coming at you from all directions. You can't turn on the news. You can't turn on the radio. You can't pick up the paper without hearing something about COVID-19, the coronavirus, and, and all of the increases in, in exposures or infections and even the deaths uh, that continue to grow. Rick also mentioned that, any type of virus like this typically has a bell curve. And you've probably heard about this over the last week, too. And typically it starts out slow and ramps up very quickly and comes to a peak. And really what's happening with our government is they're trying to not stop the virus, but to slow it down so that that threshold of hospital capacity is not breached. They want to keep that that peak of the bell curve below hospital capacity so that we're not in that situation where we are just completely overrunning hospitals and uh, trying to maintain control in this. And I think that is wise as we're talking about Proverbs. Um, Another one of the points was not everyone is at equal risk. And I think that's a really important thing. And we're actually kind of blessed for those of us who have children. Most of 
the children that have been infected uh, have fared extremely well. We've not seen any, according to the statistics, uh, we've not seen any deaths related to COVID-19 um, under the, the age of 18. So those of us with school-aged children, that kind of makes things a little bit better. Um, the most at risk right now, or we're being told by the CDC, is six, age 60 plus and anyone with a suppressed immunity, which could be a number of things. So I think the key here is to remember, let's do everything we can to be safe and wash our hands and do all the things the CDC is telling us, but to remember the other people who are more at risk, my mother, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, um, those people who are over 60 are the ones that we need to focus on and uh, not be fighting in the toilet paper aisle of our supermarket. Uh, another point was this too shall pass. Um, you're not alone. As believers, we've all heard uh, the passage in First Peter chapter 4, verse 12, that says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. You know, I take comfort in knowing that being a believer in Jesus Christ doesn't mean that everything's going to be easy. In fact, I found quite the opposite. And you know, that's okay because we have assurances from God himself that says he is going to be with us. Probably one of the, the, the favorite passages of scripture that I've heard through this past week of encouragement comes from Isaiah chapter 43, starting at verse 2. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. What a comfort that it is to know that even though as believers we go through struggles, and certainly most of the world right now is, is dealing with this uh, pandemic, and as believers we are assured that God will be with us regardless of what we're going through. Uh, another point that Pastor Rick made was uh, we need to focus on the things that are unchanging. We can all remember back to, those of us who are old enough remember back to September 11th, 2001, when the world truly did change. The world looks different now than it did before 9-11. His advice is to focus on the things that don't change in our lives. Know that God sees it all. Know that this doesn't take God by surprise. Know that God cares about all of this. Know that he loves you. And through prayer, he has the power to change things. Um, another comforting thing. So I just want to encourage you in that. You know, we need to continue with the quarantines and self-isolation and, uh, you know, the kids being home from school and home from work and washing our hands and uh, all those things that we've heard. Just, just wisdom. We need to continue to do that and know that there is going to be an end to this. Every epidemic and pandemic has come to an end eventually, and we are going to just continue to pray that this would be over quicker than not. I would encourage you to uh, just to build your confidence in knowing all the things that, that Pastor Rick uh, discussed and try to remain courageous and calm and confident through all this. 
wanted to touch on uh, a couple of other really quick favorites of mine, one being uh, Max Lucado one of my favorite authors. He talked about uncertain times and how fear is rising and those questions of what do I do? We need encouragement right now. There's no question about that. We need to, to know that God is still in control and that we really don't have to fear. Now, we've already discussed that the concerns and the anxiety is going to come, uh, but it's also encouraging to remember something. One of my favorite verses in times like these and just times when I find myself full of anxiety is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Um, that's just a comforting scripture, passage of scripture for me. Um, We've all probably heard it. I would encourage you just kind of hang on to that and know that we, when we begin to worry, that we can take those requests to God and just try to put our trust and our faith in Him and know that this is not a surprise. Also, Greg Laurie uh, had an article that I I quickly gleaned through, and um, he again, too, reminded us to listen to God's promises because they're still true. He's bigger than COVID-19. He can handle coronavirus. Um, I was really encouraged this morning. Uh, Our church was one of many across the nation that made the very difficult decision to not open to public services where we all gather together, but rather to do an online service where we could be within the confines of our own home, but yet still be able to worship together collectively. And as I was scrolling through Facebook, Uh, after our service, I was just really encouraged by all of the churches all over the the country who are doing the exact same thing. And, uh, you know, I got got to listen in on some of those that were either live or had been live and and were recorded. And it was very encouraging to me to see that, you know, this is not, even though we're not necessarily gathering together, we're still worshiping God and still hearing the word preached. And uh, what an encouragement. Uh, again, there's this is there's this is not gonna this is not gonna go on forever. Uh, we need to continue to pray for God's protection, follow the CDC guidelines, and continue to live in faith and not fear. I hope this was helpful to you, and just kind of as I just talk through this uh, out loud and share with you some of the things that I've learned over the past few days, just to know that when that anxiety comes, we can lay that at His feet. And there will be an end to this soon, and we will pray together that that happens quickly. Pray that life will be returning to normal as quickly as possible. And remember to care for one another, love one another. And we will talk to you next time on Behind the Mic Conversations of Hope.